doctor tries to figure out, is the uterus soft? Is it forward? Is it tipped backward? Is it enlarged? Are there masses? Carson says. The same visit can include a visual inspection and a pap smear, which identifies cervical cancer cells. Currently, medical students learn how to perform these exams through a variety of methods, including simpler plastic simulators, live medical models who help guide students through their bodies, and real patients in a clinic setting. Bello is hoping his robotic pelvis, which works in the same way as the robotic rectum, with haptic technology and 3D imaging on a screen, will combine the real feeling of a human being with the ability to see a typically unsighted exam. But creating technology that works with an external hand and two internal fingers is more difficult than accommodating the single finger required for a rectal exam, Bellow says. To understand how doctors do it, Bellow's team had experienced gynecologists conduct exams with special gear on both hands, pads that detect pressure, as well as electromagnetic sensors that relay location and movement. They also scanned healthy women to get images of their reproductive systems to base the models on. The bimanual pelvic exam can also be more difficult to master than the rectal because doctors have to look for the structures in a larger space, Bellow says. Tunneling up a man's rectum to fill his prostate isn't exactly simple, but it is more straightforward. Ovaries, on the other hand, can be a little more subtle. The ovaries are about the size of an almond, says Elisa Jorgensen, a fourth-year OBGYN resident at Yale New Haven Hospital. Especially with larger patients, it's very, very difficult to feel them when there's no pathology. Jorgensen recalls a stressful experience when fellow students at Yale Medical School performed a pelvic exam for the first time on live models specially trained in guiding newbies. A lot of my classmates were saying by the end of the exam, I was pretending I felt the ovary because I just wanted to get out of there. It's not just that the pelvic exam requires experience and skill. After all, there's also technical skill required to listen to the heart through a stethoscope, points out Tarane Shirazian, an assistant professor in obstetrics and gynecology at NYU Langone Medical Center. It's also that the exam's invasive nature can be embarrassing to student and patient alike. Medical students honing their technique in a clinical setting are faced with the unenviable task of putting an anxious patient at ease, looking like they know what they're doing, and trying to incorporate their supervisor's feedback all at once. Plus, they have to locate and examine a lot more organs than just the prostate. There definitely are a lot of variables, if you will, to female anatomy, says Shirazian. On a very overweight patient, for instance, even the uterus can be hard to feel. Scarring from a C-section can change the location of the cervix and uterus, and fibroids could push one ovary over to the side. There are nuances, she says, to put it mildly. Carson, of ACOG, says the robotic pelvis could be a fabulous addition to medical education, provided it's not too expensive. Bello and his team are now working on building an affordable version of their robotic rectum to sell to medical schools and trying to attract funding to refine their prototype of the female pelvis. He's hoping both will help new doctors better detect problems and perform intimate exams in a way that causes less discomfort for patients. At the moment, he says... I think it's very likely that there's an element of learning on the job.